0: What is the oldest game in the world? Here's a hint. you will never see a report about it on ESPN's sports center. What is the oldest game in the world? And what is the most popular game in the world today? Well, believe it or not, my brothers and sisters, those two questions have the very same answer. The oldest game in the world and the most popular game in the world today is none other than the blame game. It all goes back to the very beginning of history, as we heard a few moments ago, to the Garden of Eden. What did we hear there? Adam and Eve commit the original sin and God confronts them about it. And what does Adam do? Mr. Responsibility himself. Why, he plays the very first round of the blame game. God says, you have eaten then from the tree of which I had forbidden you to eat. Adam answers, the woman whom you put here with me, she gave me the fruit from the tree, so I ate it. First of all, notice, he doesn't blame Eve. He blames God. Pay attention to what he says. The woman whom you, God, put here with me. It's your fault. If you hadn't put this woman here with me, everything would be hunky-dory right now. If you hadn't taken my rib out, life would be wonderful. He blames God. Then he evens things out and he blames his wife. She gave me the fruit from the tree... And so I ate it. Now, it's interesting, we have no record in the Bible of Eve taking that fruit and shoving it down Adam's throat against his will. Little revisionist history on Adam's part, but that's how he saw it anyway. Of course, Eve, on her part, was no better. She proves here to be a real chip off the old rib, so to speak, by immediately playing round two of the blame game and pointing her finger at the serpent. When God says to her, why did you do such a thing? She replies, the serpent tricked me into it, so I ate it. The blame game. We've all played it, have we not? Maybe some of us play it all the time. It's not my fault. It's his fault. It's her fault. It's their fault. (laughs) He did it. She did it. They did it. There's a good reason this happened this way. You know the lines. There are literally a million of them. And that brings us to Mary, our blessed mother, who was not personally responsible for even one single sin in her life because she was immaculately conceived in the womb of her mother Anne and she remained sinless throughout her life by the grace of God, by constantly saying yes to the Lord and his will. And yet, out of love for God and out of love for all of us, out of love for her neighbor, Mary did voluntarily assume responsibility for giving birth to and for raising a Savior. For Eve and for herself and for all of us. Eve's denial of personal responsibility for her sin help to bring death into the world, and we all suffer the consequences of this. Mary's assumption of responsibility in bringing the Son of God into the world and raising him to manhood has brought us all the possibility of forgiveness for our sins and ultimately eternal life with God. So the bottom line for each of us, my brothers and sisters, is this. We can choose in our earthly life, to be a blamer like Eve, and of course like Adam before her, or we can choose to be a person of responsibility like our Blessed Mother. For us, of course, being a responsible person includes taking ownership of our sins. This is tough, but it's what is involved in taking responsibility for our lives. It means admitting that we've done bad things that we shouldn't have done and that we haven't done good things that we should have done. And we have to do this because we were not immaculately conceived like the Blessed Mother was. For those who do want to follow this noble path of personal responsibility, remember that confessions will be heard for two hours this coming Saturday here in church by Father Judith and me, from 2.30 until 4.30 p.m. This is an opportunity God is giving to take responsibility for your sins and to receive the forgiveness that Mary's son won for you by his passion, death, and resurrection. To encourage you to choose that path, the noble path, the better path of personal responsibility, let me make one final point about the blame game. It's a game that nobody wins. Everybody loses. First of all, when we play the blame game, we lose. We lose our honesty. We lose our integrity. And the people around us lose because they have to deal with the consequences of us being a less than honest and upright person. On the other hand, when we do make that decision to take responsibility for our sins and to sincerely repent of them, everybody wins. That's the good news. We win forgiveness for our sins, no matter how bad they are, no matter how bad they might have been in the past. And the people around us win also. Because they get a much better and a much nicer person to deal with every day.